2: Friday night. Boomer Geo, coming alive the Bill Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network on this feel-good Friday. Boomer's going to give me the Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson numbers, and we're going to get into the calls this segment. So Boomer compared Lamar Jackson to Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and it's it's just not close the numbers. But I was curious about Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson because that is the contract that Lamar and his mom are comparing his negotiations to, and it seems like that. That is the contract. Well, it doesn't seem like it is the contract that is holding all of this back, coupled with the fact that he doesn't have an agent. So the last three full years that Deshaun Watson played as compared to Lamar Jackson's last three years.
3: Okay, well, so you had 71 TDs, 10,417 total yards for Lamar Jackson, okay? Mm-hmm. And he had a 1-3 and three playoff record, and he had three touchdowns and five interceptions in six games. All right, Deshaun Watson... Over a three-year period that was similar, had 103 touchdowns, fourteen thousand two hundred forty-eight total yards. He was three and three in the playoffs. Completed sixty-three percent of his passes, four touchdowns, one interception. So even him, significantly better, significantly. Now we can all sit here and scream he didn't have Deshaun Watson, but you know he did have Hollywood Brown. He, he, uh, I'm trying to think who else Lamar played with down there. He had a couple of really good wide receivers. Well, I mean, that's one of the best tight ends in football. Mark, Mark Andrews. Andrews. Yeah. I mean, I, I, <laughs> we just have to be realistic. And, you know, the MVP was his second year. You know, and that's why the contract should have been done after his third year. Kind of like Justin Herbert and uh, Josh Allen and, of course, Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. All those guys had their, their contracts done at that point. Sure. And he's already lost too much money. Yeah, which is a shame, and he's he's gotten to this point, and the, the he feels like the Ravens are screwing him, and it's really not right. the case. And in this case, I, I can make every argument that you know his his ask is outrageous, actually, and yeah. I think that's the way the Baltimore feels, and I feel like the original offer that they made him, where he turned down one hundred and thirty million guaranteed, uh, is. You know, it's, it's just crazy to me. Yeah, it's ludicrous. He, he will rue that day that he turned that unless, down. Uh, unless some other team decides, okay, look, he's going to be our guy. We'll step up as long as he agrees to a certain contract. Because I, I, I don't know how he goes back to Baltimore under the current set of circumstances. I really don't. All right, let's go to Spiro in Flushing. who
2: has been hanging on for a while. Thanks for holding Spiro. What's up, man? Good morning.
4: Good morning, gentlemen. How are you?
2: Great. What's up, Spiro? Oh, uh,
4: so I know you guys are talking about that. Uh. Airplane documentary. I actually saw it last night. Oh, did you? Yes, I did. It's a it's a good watch if you like conspiracy theories. I mean, some of these things are insane. I won't give away too much, but uh, it goes it runs the gamut from the pilot to the U.S. military to the Chinese government. Uh, you name it. I mean, they pretty much cover it. At the end of the day, one person on that show made a good point. Airplanes just don't disappear. There has to be something left of it. And with this technology we have now, I can't believe that they still haven't found any significant parts of that plane except for one guy. this is one lawyer, and he, he was w- wandering around some beach out in Mozambique, barefoot, and all of a sudden he found like three dozen parts of a plane. I don't understand how that works.
2: Yeah, I mean, that, and that's the only part that they have found. I think it was piece of a wing, right?
4: No, the wing. The wing was further north. Oh, okay. And what they were saying was, there should be an ID panel on that wing, no matter, and it, and it could survive any sort of trauma. But there wasn't an ID panel, and they they said that the reason for that is when you take apart planes that you're retiring, you take the ID panel off. So they're saying that that was planted there. So that's another theory.
2: Oh my god, I love it. I, I mean, I, I mean, this
3: is great. I can't wait to, to just without think. without it without saying anything. Spiro, did you feel like you came away from that documentary with an answer to what you went in with?
4: Uh, my my personal belief, I think one of three things happened: either the pilot just went nuts, or the electrical system on the plane shut down, which it can do. Or it got shot down. Okay. Other than, that, what? Other, other than that, I mean, I don't know what else to tell you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, on which one of those is the most likely? The pilot
4: theory? Uh, I'm going to go with that because in this day and age, an electrical system on a plane kind of far-fetched. As far as it getting shot down, the only credence I give to that is that four months after that, a plane that was similar got shut down over Ukraine. So, but again, it's a bit of a reach. Yeah. So, I I mean, it's a bit of a reach. The other theories, I mean, I'll let you watch for yourself, and I hope you come on the air, and I can come back on and talk about it. Some of these are absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, but that's what's entertaining about it, right? I mean, I'll put it to you this way. It, it makes
2: JFK look plausible. <laughs> very good, okay. Spear. Spiro and Flushing seems like a guy I'd like to hang out with. Yeah. That's, that's my type of guy right there. Spiro and Flushing. Yeah, no, I'm, I am very excited about that. And they, also, we got to remember, you know, people, like, it just disappeared. You know, we don't have the, the, the Indy, we're talking about the Indian Ocean, man. Like, do people understand how big the Indian Ocean is and that thing drops in the middle of it? Like, you're never going to find that. You'll find Amelia Earhart before you find that plane. Right. I mean, come on! All right, let's go to uh, Rich and Fishkill. Fishkill, Rich. What's going on, Rich? Yo, Boomerang Geo, what's going on? All man? right, Richie, Rich, what's
5: happening, brother? All right, listen, I'm a big time Jets fan, right? And yes. The conspiracy theory that I'm going to talk about today is the fact that Aaron Rodgers needs to be our quarterback, psychedelics or not. The conspiracy theory that he needs to dispel is that. I'm a Jet fan, 50 years old. I've never seen a Super Bowl. I feel that Joe Namath, I am not a Joe Namath sympathizer, but that man sold his soul to the devil back in 1969, and that is the reason why the Jets have been a horrible football team for the last 54 years and haven't given me a Super Bowl. Now, personally, with the psychedelics part of it, I think that Aaron Rodgers, listen, everybody thinks Aaron Rodgers is crazy for going on these psychedelic journeys, but he's probably just trying to figure out something about, uh, you know, himself, you know, and it works for a lot of people. I also think that he's finding out how to combat the devil when he comes face to face with him? Once he walks into
3: MetLife Stadium. <laughs> All right. Well, I was just gonna say, you know, you know, if he wants a psychedelic journey, wait till he puts that jet jersey on. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Guys, hey, listen, guys. I love you guys. Listen to you guys all the time. It's the first time I
6: got through in 15 years to you, Boomer. Boomer, one of my favorite Jet quarterbacks of all time, brother.
3: I appreciate that. Thanks, yeah. Richie. I was on a psychedelic journey, too. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, like, that's the phone call that
2: if this were football season that yes. the NFL Today would put on the show in the open, right? Talking yes. about Aaron Rodgers, like, Joe Namath sold his soul to the devil and Aaron Rodgers preparing to meet the devil. Right. This is what
3: the Jet fans... <laughs> it was interesting. I saw where uh, ESPN put up some of the stuff that Aaron Rodgers had said said after they had lost to the Jets this season. Okay. And he said after that game, you know, that's not the same old Jets. It's not, like, Aaron Rodgers knows what the hell's going on. Of course he does. If he says that's not the same old Jets... He knows about the Jets organization. He knows about the Jets. He knows what's going on. He goes, that's a good team. They got a lot of good young players over there. Yeah. So that's what he said after they lost to the Jets. He's Uh, coming. Oh, yeah, baby. But what are we waiting for, though? That's the thing. What is the holdup? Probably contractuals. uh, uh, Situations between he and Green Bay and modifying the contract for the Jets. That's that's why Jaime was on the plane going out there. You know, he's the cap guru for the Jets. And... They probably had to sit down with him and explain, I would assume, that, okay, the owner is all in. That's why he got his G5 all gassed up, and that's why we're out here. Mm -hmm. And here he is. This is Woody Johnson. This is Christopher Johnson. They are all in. They want you to come to play for the Jets, and they are assuring you that we will spend money in free agency and will allow Joe Douglas to do his job because that's what he was hired for. And here's how we can make it work. This is how I have to make it work to balance it with your, with your, uh, contract and with what we can spend in free agency. And on top of that, we still have some other players we have to pay on our team. That's right, which
2: is something that we forget about. You take that for granted that Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner are on these rookie contracts. I mean, eventually those guys, if they continue their career, yeah, but eventually they
3: will. But by that time, Aaron Rodgers he'll be will be out gone. of here. Yeah. yeah he'll he'll be be out. Out. And the salary cap will go up. And hopefully at that time, if in a perfect jet world, which there's no such thing, right? But if it's going to become Shangri-La, it's going to mean that Zach Wilson takes over. Let's go to Mikey on Long Island. What's up, Mikey?
5: Hey, what's going on, Geo
3: and Boomer? How are you guys
5: doing? Great, Mike. What's off. happening? Not much, not much. Just wanted to comment on the uh, on the Jets and the Aaron Rodgers situation. A, I do think Aaron Rodgers would be a good fit for the Jets because I think all of their fans are on psychedelics, <laughs> and I'll tell you why is that if you believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to take you to a Super Bowl win, you are absolutely insane. The Jets rank as the 28th offense and the 25th defense in the league out of 32 teams. One man is not going to put them at the top spot. Well, that's not accurate about their
3: defense uh, at all, Mikey. And, and the one thing I will say, but I will also say, Mikey, Mikey, just let me, let me talk for a second. One of the reasons why their offense has been so bad is because of the the uh, just basically the inconsistency of the young quarterbacks they've had here. And and, and even, uh, you know, Joe Flacco, by the way, they actually put up some big numbers in certain games. And if you had a consistent Hall of Fame quarterback who's still on the top of his game, much like Tom Brady doing for Tampa Bay, Aaron Rodgers could do that here for the Jets. I'm not saying they're going to go to the Super Bowl because the AFC is going to be much tougher to get through than the NFC. But I'm telling you, they have weapons here. They have good players here. And I'm I'm saying if Makai Becton comes back, I mean, that is a bonus that nobody expected. Well, let's
5: go back to the Tom Brady situation, right? Like Tom Brady walked into Mike Evans, Fournette uh a b he had a lot of threats right like that
3: those are well i mean you got elijah moore corey davis top you top got top garrett 10. wilson you got conklin you got uh cj uzama i mean you have you have quality players here and, and aaron Rodgers saw those, those guys up guys close are and personal 10. none of those guys are top 10 in their position garrett wilson just won the offensive rookie of the year yeah one year you're
2: you're a giants fan who hates the jets we get it uh by the way i'm just going through i don't have overall for whatever reason on nfl.com but the jets had the third best defense yard we're talking yards allowed in Uh, in passing passing yards allowed rushing uh they were middle of the pack so he's, I, overall, there's no way they could have been 25th overall if they were third in rushing and middle of the pack in, or third and passing and middle of the pack at rushing. So it's, uh, their defense was better than that. Yeah, their offense was terrible. We all understand why the offense was terrible. Uh, let's go to Blavo in the Bronx. What's up, Blavo?
6: Yes, my name is Blavo in the Bronx. 84, since 1984 when I came to USA, I've been a Jets fan. All right. This is my take here. Uh, we, I think we're worshiping this Wrong. one guy, Roger. We missed out on Carr. I really want a Carr. Why? Because Carr has more gas in his tank and more drive to get a Super Bowl ring. Roger already has the ring. He just after his money. We already run, run a lesson with uh, Brett Favre. Yeah, you see? know, but Derek Carr
3: didn't want to come here, Bravo! He did not want to come here. He wanted to go to New Orleans.
6: You understand that? Uh, I understand, but because we didn't make enough push. Like, we didn't, we didn't fly a plane to Carr's house, but we flew a plane across the country to go up to this one. And, and why do you think that is, though, Blavo? I think but to sell jerseys, not to get a
2: Super Bowl. Mm, oh, boy. No way. No, no, no you're so. wrong, because Aaron Rodgers is better. He's significantly better.
6: His gas tank is not there. I'm telling you, he's up to his money. That's all. He's not up to a ring.
3: Well, you know, uh, if he was after his money, he'd stay in Green Bay. He'd get paid more—sixty million dollars next exactly. year. Exactly. If he's if he's after a legacy and after winning and and hopefully getting inspired by this young group of kids that that Geo keeps pointing out, I, I I would think this would be a, the perfect place for him.
6: Um. Okay. Well, Boomer, you you played, right? Yeah. So if, if I'm a, if I'm a linebacker or any anything in the in the team, I'd be like, wow, everybody's worshiping this one guy. I mean, it,
3: it's. But let me tell you. What, let me tell you something. C.J. Mosley wants Aaron Rodgers here. I could. I could get Quinn and Williams wants Aaron Rodgers here. You saw Sauce Gardner, who's on defense, basically please Aaron, come to New York. Yeah. Did you see that, or did you hear
2: us talking about how Sauce Gardner, uh, Garrett Wilson, and Brees Hall were were begging for Aaron Rodgers in Sauce Gardner's driveway? And then yesterday on the show, uh, we had uh, I already forget his name. What the hell? Yeah. Are we? Willy, uh, Will, Will Parks. Will right, Parks yeah. came on the show yesterday,
6: and he was begging for Aaron Rodgers, too. Well, Yeah, you got you Great point, yeah. But um, Garoppolo. I'm going to go for Garoppolo. Oh, Blavo, Blavo,
2: Blavo, Blavo, Come Blavo. on, Garoppolo. Jeez, of all guys, you want to talk about someone who doesn't care about a ring, he got a contract and disappeared on the 49ers. That's
3: right. And he's always hurt. And he's probably going to go. He's going to most likely, I think, you know, the Raiders or the Panthers. Yeah, I mean, listen. And I, that he would be a bridge quarterback for both. Blavo says he doesn't want Rodgers now. If Rodgers says that he's coming and this happens, Blavo's going to be all over it. He's going to love it. Well, he's going to be all over it. it it's going to bring a level of excitement to the Jets, just like Rex Ryan did. You know, Rex Ryan brought a level of excitement to the Jets. Yeah. I and Listen, when they get uh, Brett Favre, he brought a level of excitement to the Jets. Yeah, and I think this is even better. I re- I really do believe well, that it's it is. more stable, you'd like to think.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I, I think you're definitely going to get him for two years. As I mentioned, Favre wanted to get to the NFC North and screw it to the Packers. I think if Rodgers comes here, he wants to finish his career with the Jets and give two or three more years to give a shot with that franchise to win a Super Bowl.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,
0: Adam Sandler tickets
2: in about 20 minutes or less. You don't want to miss that. Your last chance to win those tickets for the show on April 13th. It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan and CBS Sports Network on this Feel Good Friday. We've got more Jerry Recco Rutgers. Today, so they've got a noon game against number one, Purdue. Uh, They are in sort of the category of the last four in right now, Rutgers. So if they win this one, this would be a much bigger deal for them. It would be huge. You could almost guarantee a uh, trip to the tournament. So uh, we're
7: rooting for Rutgers and Jerry now. Uh, But that means CeeLo is here. I know you're interested in uh, the back and forth, the dynamics of things that go go on around here. What happens uh, if next week... Jerry has to be in God knows where on Thursday or Friday. You're both out. It's a great question. Have we thought about what goes on there at all? No. Jimmy oh. I, don't care. Uh, I would. I would imagine it would be
2: Sal and somebody. Somebody. I don't okay. know. I mean, I would. Cause Sal and Al. Sal and Al. It's going to be Sal and know, Al. Four Sal, hour show for Sal and Al. Sal talks to himself for five hours. He could do four with a full <laughs> update segment in the middle. That would be like a breeze for him.
7: Nah. Sure, you're he right. coming in here and having the second person. Exactly, and
2: then like the morning show needs to be more of a you know community type of thing. Yeah. But think about this play-in is
3: also on the
7: table. Yes, I, that's why I said if they... Yes, you're right.
3: And then, then he's out maybe all week?
7: Yes, but at least in that scenario, they're here, and I will just slide in for Jerry. In this scenario, you'd have three out
3: so we're rooting for total chaos
7: well, i know you see you, you play jimmy crack but this is right up your alley actually. oh yeah oh. yeah well hold on a second you say sal and al what
2: about sal and celo and bringing in schwartz i mean listen if yes. uh
7: if someone's open to that
2: i'm because then it's all me. in the community right yeah there. Then right. it's all in the boomer and in, geo family in the family
7: in the family <laughs> and we're not
2: going outside the family for a fill-in fine with me that would that sounds good to me so Paul, to are you me okay twice. with that
3: yeah, one's you know, out of sight, out of mind <laughs>
2: yeah, as far as yeah, I'm yeah. concerned. <laughs> yeah.
3: but, but I, I yeah. thought you liked to
2: protect the the no, brand. Yeah, I mean, this was really I for boom. <laughs> yeah, I guess Where so.
7: are we going to play golf next week? Uh, where's the trip this time?
3: Me? Yeah, you. Oh, no, I'll be around. Oh, okay. Alright, not a golf trip. No. Got it. All right. Well, not right oh. now. That could always change. Sure. It could always change. You yeah. never know. You going out to the psychedelic thing?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <No. laughs> Uh, remember when you almost got us to go to uh, uh, Burning Man with Dave Remington? <laughs> yes, that was, we were very close. We were this close very, to purchasing close. a vehicle for all of us to go to Burning Man and have a psychedelic
3: experience. <laughs> I, I was all into that, but then CBS Sports Network said that I don't they, they didn't think they could get a satellite truck out there. <laughs> yeah, the the oh, thing. thing. Yeah, yeah right. Said, like Winnebago would be awesome. Right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, I had one of those luxury uh, deals. Yeah, it, it looked awesome. We could
2: all fit in there, sleep in there, everything else.
7: Luxury deal, yeah.
2: The luxury vehicle across the
3: country.
7: The psychedelic. It's psychedelic luxury.
2: Dave, Dave
3: does. Dave, I think, takes a U-Haul truck and then has a cot. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big dude, man. He it's is a big, big dude. dude. Yeah. really
2: uncomfortable.
3: I just love stuff like that, though.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
7: All right, CeeLo, you got some sports? Yeah, let's do some sports brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Also brought to you by Mercedes-Benz of Morristown. Just heard you referenced the uh, Sauce Gardner video here on yep. his YouTube. So they did like five minutes, basically, start to finish to Aaron Rodgers, burning the cheese head in his backyard in, the, I guess, a fire pit or
3: smoker yeah, or whatever. I, I don't right? know if that's like the smartest thing to do. I'm like, Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to leave Green Bay like... Like in an ugly fashion, you know what I mean? He just wants to leave and maybe try something else somewhere else. So I don't think he's burning the cheese head saying that we're now putting the Packers
2: behind. What right. he's burning the cheese head is like that was maybe perceived as disrespectful to right. you and That's the, the Packers. He right. says
7: that in the video. And the, Packer, oh, okay. the Packer fans will be happy that no, I no longer have the cheese head that I keep almost right. as a memento for that road win they had in Green Bay. Okay. And he referenced, I guess he had a conversation with Aaron about it during the season and they. Both spoke their mind, and now all is good. So now this is part of the recruiting pitch. So you got Sauce, you got Brees Hall, he had come over. Garrett Wilson was there, he was doing some of the videoing. Here's a little 30 second clip of it after they had burned the cheese head and sauce with a close up message. For rogers hey rod it man where he rod? You know i mean let's make this happen man this is me talking now i ain't playing no games no more i'm not playing no
6: more A-Rod. i was playing that
7: first i'm not playing no more you see it in my face
6: i need you to lock in
7: i need you to come here so we can win the super bowl
5: like don't even play no more i mean you've been playing a little too much. hey just chill just think about it you still feel me just think about it bro it's cold outside right now when this pool cover come off man you go we could take a swim like we can have a little pool party at my crib man hosted by you hosted by you
7: know
2: a pool party at my career. Yeah. Hosted by you. By the way, and for wow. everybody that wanted Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers, do yeah. you trust these guys? Because I would. Because they didn't do they didn't have a little bonfire in the driveway no. for Derek Carr to they put on not. YouTube. That's the point
3: the players are really... Right. They're all in. You yeah. gotta
7: trust them they are more all than anybody. In as they uh, put this thing together it was so a lot of hard edits, very choppy, but they boiled it down to a nice five minutes on Sauce's
3: uh, YouTube page. If you want to check that out, you know, I got to say that uh, our boy Lee uh, Einstein. Oh, those cups! Right. These cups are unbelievable. They're the best coffee cups I've ever had. What? Actually, I got a bunch
2: of them. I want to be able. To, I wanted to bring uh, Alan Eddie one because remember the ones that he sent me broke. Yes, so he sent me a whole bunch. So I got okay. some for he them. Sent as well. A whole
3: bunch. He only sent me two. I I didn't get a whole bunch.
2: Well, it, I told you why because yours didn't break yeah, on but the but way why over. Why would he there?
3: send you a whole bunch? That's an apology. Send yeah, that's an, an apology. Bug, sent, right. because you had to wait. Hey, here's a bunch. Italy, hey. right. hey, one of mine broke. <laughs> uh, so why are these cups? I mean, I'm sure they're great, but why are they above? Uh, the right. usual because cups of they, they're they're know. larger. they're, they're larger. All. They're sturdy. They're more sturdy. Yes, they're exactly. not as fragile. Although his did break, that, I understand that. But that came in the mail, right? You know, yeah. but these things are sturdy and they're great. It's like a like a soup mug. Yes, almost like that. Or
2: like for like when you get the French onion soup at a restaurant like, like a crock you're about,
3: it's like very crocky yeah it is it's, it's but not it's not tall, too big it's wide right
2: yeah. it's not too big it's like in between coffee cup and crock huh. right in the middle it's, it's, it was made for
7: hot chocolate and s'mores okay well, it's, whipped so cream. Dip, yeah dip some yeah. stuff in there how yeah. many ounces you get in that, in that mug there uh
3: i yeah. only put 10 ounces this morning because i think it's a little bit more than that, probably mm-hmm. close to 16 okay but nice uh mug. yeah i had to figure out the uh the space oven back there the space oven. yes, <laughs> microwave, okay? yeah, microwave Yeah, microwave, <laughs> yeah. You had to figure it out. Yeah, It took two of us to figure <laughs> out on, how to long to cook a beverage for. Well, there's a beverage icon on the damn thing. You hit it, and it doesn't turn on. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> you got to hit start. Well, I, we did, <laughs> but, but there are other things that you have to put in there when you hit the beverage, like the size of the beverage, you know, whatever. But I ended up figuring it out. Al was no help whatsoever. <laughs> took you guys a whole break. I, I did. Almost, I, I watched. <laughs> it was close. You almost heard Todd Rundgren coming back. <laughs> okay.
7: Uh, uh, one other jet uh, item that I did not mention, Braxton Barrios uh, was released just under a year since he re-signed that multi-year deal, so that comes to yeah. an end. I guess I read they were trying to restructure with him, but it didn't work out, so he goes his separate way. And I guess won't be part of this team now with Aaron Rodgers unless he comes back on a lesser number. Geno Smith had his press conference yesterday after signing his deal. He had the sweater vest over the suit and tie. He was looking good. He was seated between Pete Carroll and John Schneider there at the dais. Uh, and at one point in the press conference, we had this. He talked a couple of times about this work to build a championship team. What do
3: you think the team still needs in order to be successful? <laughs> Me? Me?
6: Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm the, I was about to say that's the question for these guys. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the player here, so I just I gotta focus on uh, you know the guys that we do
7: have. He just assumed that they were talking yeah, to the GM or the coach. Wait, <laughs> right, you're asking me what we need? <laughs> yeah,
2: better
3: wide receivers. Right,
2: of he's course. Happy to have you. Well, deal he's got great wide money.
3: receivers out there. And by the way, uh, you know they Bottom have line. the second best uh, draft value going into the draft this year. Mm. So they have a lot of high picks, and you know they are already a pretty decent team, and they're on the rise. Of That's the one thing that John Schneider and Pete Carroll have been able to do. They've been able to keep them relevant for a long time. We thought that they might have been tanking last year
2: because Drew Locke and Geno Smith, and they didn't bring anybody else in after Russell Wilson, and they made the freaking playoffs. So, uh, yeah, that team, that's going to be a sexy pick. If the 49ers quarterback situation isn't figured out or it's whatever the hell it is now, that's going to be a sexy pick next year to get back to the playoffs and maybe even win the division.
7: Perfect segue uh, for Al and Gio just to put a nice bow on this. Brock Purdy finally going to have his elbow surgery today. Yeah, About six weeks removed from that fake injury that you guys felt that he had there uh, in the NFC title. No, game, not a so. fake
2: injury. Just play through We know it's a real <laughs> injury. Just play through it. I mean, look how long he had off here. It
7: took six weeks to get that inflammation down so they could go in there and repair that elbow. So if he elbow. had
2: thrown the ball harder, it would have been longer than six <laughs> weeks. Yeah, he not even throw know. the ball. He was in so much pain. <laughs>
7: Yeah. Well, oh, God, you, you go. guys. So good for him. I, I said I Bryce Harper hit him.
3: home runs with that same injury. So. Yeah, swinging a bat and throwing a football in a game where you can get your head taken off, which he was getting in the get middle your head of taken game. off
2: in baseball, too. You got 98-mile-an-hour fastballs flying yeah. right yeah. by
7: you. Well, didn't Josh Allen have this? He was
3: slinging it down the field. Obviously yeah. not as bad. No, he did not have it. Right? not, not full, have it. Not full tear. He didn't, and no surgery, nothing. This guy had his UCL totally torn, and you and you guys wanted him to stay out on the field. He's got another arm. <laughs> that's true. Just, it's just saying. And you know, he actually did go back on the field. Through a couple short passes, right? That's exactly right. So you could appreciate him for his toughness in a game that they had no chance of winning once he went out.
4: Sil- <laughs> you
7: silenced him. Okay, very good. Knicks uh, lost to the Kings out west late last night. Uh, Jalen Brunson leaving at halftime or didn't return after oh, halftime. I can't believe
3: he didn't suck it up and stay <laughs> in there. Just a foot, <laughs> foot. That's all.
7: Just, just a foot. The yeah. locker room more uh, discomfort. It wasn't the champion. Disorder. It
2: wasn't Game Seven of the NBA Finals. Though, you know what I'm saying? The Easter Conference yeah. Yeah. Finals. It's like what's an NFC Championship? i mean, yeah, and
3: so. Al sat out a you know a, a softball game with a shin bruise. Yeah, because I have a very
6: thin shin.
3: <laughs> I could
7: snap. Shin.
3: All right? Uh,
7: Nicks loss. We'll see about Brunson for the rest of the road trip and moving forward. The Nets basically play without any of their regulars. Nearly pulled off a comeback road win over the Bucks. They ended up losing by five. They'll turn around and play the Timberwolves tonight in Minnesota. Coverage on the Fan 7:50. You've got the Carlos Rodon injury with the uh, Yankees. It's a forearm strain of this brachioradialis. I don't know exactly how it's pronounced. Uh, Brian Cashman last hour called it basically a dinosaur muscle or name. So uh, he's going to start the year on the IL. Same for Tommy Cainley. Same for Lou Trevino. Harrison Bader's got an oblique. Frankie Montas is hurt already. It's, uh, it's a disaster early on here for the Yankees as they get themselves ready for the start of the regular season. Flying through here because we have some college hoop stuff to get to. Rutgers into the Big Ten quarterfinals. They had an ugly first half as far as shooting the basketball. Things went much better in half number two against
0: Michigan. Simpson gives to McConnell. Rutgers ahead 47-39, 636 to play in the second. Simpson, over the shoulder, Spencer, dead on three ball. Got it! And Rutgers goes up 50-39 to with 628 to go here in the second half. Amazing. Sense the
3: opportunity. They are building a momentum at the right time. Time out. Find a Wolverine. Talk about it. Talk Very about it. Take me Talk to your it. boner.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, did, did you guys find out if it's actually on 880 at noon today? Because I know you were discussing, like, did they preempt the oh, news for it? Oh, it's
7: on. Yeah, okay. I sent over my uh, recorded updates this morning and I was asked to redo them and promote the fact All that right, the good. game was on the air. So my mistake. I apologize. 1145 coverage. Awesome. On eighty for Rutgers and Purdue in the quarterfinals there from Chicago. Uh, end of the road for St. John's as they uh, got into overtime against Marquette Biggie's tournament yesterday. Let's hear from our guy John Minko here, a final
6: possession for the Johnny. Three point nine. St. John's down by two seventy two seventy. Give and go. Here's Dylan the Dewusu uh, three point shot by Pasha at the buzzer short, and it's Marquette that comes away with the victory over St. John seventy two seventy to advance to the semis. So the air comes out of the balloon there. I mean, now this is uh, a good
2: look. Too. It was it's a actually very good a good look. look at that point of the game. In that situation, he was just too far out.
7: Now, prior to the play-by-play call there, BT was breaking it down with Mink saying, I think I go for the win here. Yeah. So Brandon uh, had to take off from Tiki and Tierney yesterday. Had the game there at the Garden. And uh, here was his reaction after that three ball came up a little bit short. And then the Johnnies uh, come up with the loss. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you want to say they deserve better, but you know, you you get what you get.
0: That's that's a heartbreaking loss, right? There's no way around it. This is this is a kick to the to the, to the face, to the throat, to the stomach. I feel horribly for Posh. I feel badly for Soriano. I'm just looking at Posh, he's still on the court. Oh man. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, right.
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he summed it up though. him. I he think did. that was pretty. That was he captured pretty, the emotion. No captured- more getting stiff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> No, I think uh, for the St. John's fan, I think that was
3: about. He verbalized it just about perfectly. 100%. Ugh. Time for a new chapter. You have a new coach. I agree. 72. It's pivot time. Pivot time. <laughs> pivot time.
7: the final. UConn did beat Providence 73-66. They'll face Marquette now in the Big East uh, semis this evening. Fordham over LaSalle. Rams are into the Atlantic 10 semis. They'll face Dayton tomorrow afternoon down in Atlantic City. You've also got Iona against Niagara in the semifinals of the MAC this evening. That'll be followed by St. Peter's taking on Marist. On ice, we had a three-for-three night for the hockey locals, including the Rangers, back from a bit of an extended break, getting a win up north of the border.
4: Alex Belzeal! to try to keep them
7: alive. Delzeal, Sesterkin in the Rangers' way. Sam Rose at MSG, Igor locking it down oh. there in overtime late in the third and then the shootout as uh, they did not score upon him while Mika Zibanejad had the lone shootout goal for the Blue Shirts. They end up with a 4-3 win over the Canadians. Here was Gerard, uh, Gerard Gallant afterwards.
3: Yeah, we are up and down all night and uh, you know she kept battling back and uh, fortunately for us at the end of the day we got the two points. So didn't play a perfect game but uh, we created some good offense and Some key guys scored for us tonight.
7: Yes, Alexi Lafreniere, Jacob Trouba, and Patrick Kane with his first goal as a Ranger. Also had an assist, Artemi Panarin. Three assists uh, on each of the three regulation goals for the Blue Shirts. who will be in Buffalo tomorrow. The Islanders erased a 3-1 deficit in Pittsburgh. Come back to beat the Penguins 4-3. Brock Nelson (laughs) netted the OT winner for the Isles as they sweep the season series from the Penguins for the first time in franchise history. And lastly, our guy Matt Lachlan calling Devil's Capitals shootout down in D.C. Timo Meyer. Okay. Just his yes, fifth Chico.
3: career shootout weaves his way across the line with it on the forehead. Stepper
1: scores! Welcome to the Devils, Timo Meyer. What a week it's been as he gives the Devils the victory in the shootout. Yeah. Yeah, you
3: know what? So, Bo Horvat for the Islanders yes. and Timo Meyer for the Devils mm-hmm. have fit in seamlessly for both of these teams. Beautiful. Yes. I mean,. They got lucky. Our guys are taking a little while to get used to it. Well, I mean, Horvat's been here long, of the longest
7: of all the guys.
3: I mean, Meyer, minor, yeah, we, is not playing bad now. He's playing no, better. He had, a, no. he, had a, he had a couple of really nice opportunities last night, too.
7: Yeah, and let's, I mean, look, I, I understand people wanted the instant results from Kane. I get it. Bad turnover last night leads to a goal. But he got his first two points, a couple practices under the belt now, figured out where he's going to live here for the remainder of the season. <laughs> Finally so. starting
2: to shoot. is yeah. a big logistics guy. Yeah. This is what I noticed. He got all the things with the Knicks, Sacramento,
7: yeah. travel, West Coast, buildings got the... Listen, <laughs> just like Kyrie, it's not just the three hours on the ice or the court. There's other <laughs> stuff that goes on. A lot There's of chaos. A lot of, a lot of
3: chaos. you got to take all There's, that into, into account. You got here. the Keandre Miller loogie. Right. You, you got the Ryan Lindgren injury. <laughs> By the way. You got you got the, the two guys that, that dress Schneider and uh, what well, Carpenter dress yeah, and they right. don't play. Yeah. I mean, Link, it's, cra- it's crazy what's gone on here the last no, no. two weeks.
7: I wanted to ask you that I forgot yesterday. I get the precedent for the Miller, the suspension, because it had happened a few years ago. Yes. How about our boy Tony D'Angelo only getting two games? for basically, you know, sticking Corey Perry in the in Well, the he was room. spearing him. He was spearing I know. But he's like... It was, I don't like, know. The, did you see the video of that? Yes, it was awful. Like I'm, You want to talk about the most intentional thing you've ever seen. He basically like squeezed his way between two
3: teammates to just... Right, yeah. him. You know, and the one yeah. thing I will say to Keandre Miller's credit, you know, he looked for Drew Doughty after the yeah, game and went up to him personally and said, look, right. I am so sorry. I did not mean to do that. That right. was not intentional.
7: And he followed up on that the other day after right. he
3: returned. And Drew like, Doughty um, basically said, I, accept your apology i understand that things happen this right. this is not you know i know it's not you we know we know that so yeah, I, right. that was all cleared up yeah and yet they still gave him three three games. i get it
7: because there was the precedent of sure. it happened before but, yeah, but, but it happened
3: before because intention and that was intentional right well he's back and he played 22
7: minutes last night they won the game we move on yep. all right see you, we'll see you next hour
2: Geo on the fan and
3: CBS
2: Sports Network.
3: So what would you think about Odell Junior. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. coming back to the Giants? He's going to do a workout, and the Giants are going to be in attendance. I know, and we went through this last year, and I know that he wants to
2: go to the Giants, and he mentioned that, and him and Saquon have unfinished business. How <sighs> I about mean, if you wanted to come to the Jets? No. No, no, no. Jets, With Aaron Rodgers? No, no, no. No, 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 no. I don't want to... <laughs> There's enough coming
3: with Aaron Rodgers that we don't need another wild card. Well, what happens if Aaron Rodgers wants Odell Beckham Jr. like Tom Brady wanted Antonio Brown? Then you got to take him. But I don't think, (laughs) but I really don't think. that's what Sauce Gardner was talking about.
2: (sighs) Package deals? (sighs) Package deals. Yeah, but what is, oh man, I don't even know what Odell has left in him at this point,
3: Uh, man. Did you see the, uh, did you see what he put out? Now listen, I will say this. I think he's, he's. He's like Gino Smith. He's matured. Yeah, yeah, He I, I really feel like that. And did you see the Instagram post that he put out yesterday? Well, oh, down I mean, he looks unbelievable. All right, but here's the thing. So I was the guy that was saying
2: everything you just said prior to his little plane situation. So... I was saying, he's matured. Yeah, Look no, at him. Yeah, yeah, Look right, at his workouts. Right, right. He looks in the best shape of his life. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's refusing to put his seatbelt on. We
3: know what it is. He's a football player, man. He wants to play football. He wants to perform. He wants to be out on the field. But he's one I of mean, those guys. There's always something. Put him and Garrett Wilson together with uh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> mm. Dare I dare I even think it. Dare I, I even yeah, think it. You know
2: it. what? That, that's the first time I've heard oh, that. And I am... Uh, I'd rather him on the Giants. I want him in a Giants reunion. They're in more desperate need of a weapon. Right.
3: But if Aaron Rodgers says, "Hey, I'd love to have Odell Beckham Jr.", then yeah, then yeah, then but you got to get him right. So that that is an interesting point that that Tom Brady
2: was so well respected in the NFL community and had so many relationships that people flocked to play with him in Tampa. Does Aaron Rodgers have that same type of pull for players?
3: Well, you remember Leonard Fournette got cut by the Jags mm-hmm. and Tom Brady said, go get him. You know, and Bruce Arians agreed and they went and got him. And, yep. and he actually turned out to be a really good player for the for the Buccaneers for the years that he had been there. Yeah, uh, they needed a tight end. They already had Cameron Brate. Hey, uh, go get me Rob Gronkowski. OK, we got Rob Gronkowski. I mean, so it's like they went out and got people around Tom Brady well, and Tom Antonio Brady Brown, O'Brown. To- yeah, and Brown too, who basically <laughs> took his shirt off and, and left Life right. Stadium in one of the most bizarre situations I've ever seen in sports, but, if, if not the most bizarre. But what did they do the year before that?
2: They won the Super Bowl with him on the roster. True. So that's really what the Jets want and need. And if you want Odell Beckham Jr. to join the team, win a Super Bowl, and then he can do whatever the hell he wants. That, he can quit shirtless,
3: too. I mean, God almighty, could you imagine that? Well, let's get Aaron Rodgers here first. Can okay. we do that? He's coming. Be- <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. Like, man, I- if you brought Odell and Aaron Rodgers here, man, the shit uh, locker room would explode. <laughs> like <laughs> those guys would be going crazy. So, re- all right, you, you know how I that's am. how I this is how I think. How am I going to get the best out of my team? How am I going to make my team happy? Now, this may not make Elijah more happy. It may not make. Uh, You know, Corey Davis happy. It may not make Garrett Wilson happy. But I I think overall, the presence of Odell, (sighs) who is somewhat of a god to a lot of these young players. Yeah, I know. I agree. (laughs) I know. I know. I just, first of all, the one thing. You want stars? Go get them, baby.
2: Go get them. Right. I mean, but doesn't this start to reek of the Jets in the past? Like going out, the Rex Ryan, the the glitz, the
3: Tim Tebow situation. Well, like that the- that was a mistake. That was an. Enormous Don't you think mistake? Odell might be a mistake? Yeah, that, too? I, I said that was the end of Mike Tannenbaum, and I've actually had discussions with Mike Tannenbaum about that. Does he agree with you? Uh, you know, listen, I'm a sports guy who's got an opinion. This is what I see from afar and three thousand feet or with ten thousand feet, whatever they say. Um, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily know that he dis- disagrees with me. But then again, I don't know if that was his call or if that was Woody's call. It felt like it was Mike Tannenbaum's call. It have really fooled did.
2: us because he was all over it, man.
3: Yeah, like and, he, I, and I don't know if I guess Rex Ryan was in on it. I, I don't know because you know. <laughs> but you used to say
2: this about Mike Tannenbaum all the time. Like he's the guy that went and got the thing like he was like screw it he i'm going go get to get it. it yes
3: and i love that about him
2: so that's definitely was was his deal man oh man he got yeah, odell go on aaron the jets now. and odell <laughs> you you are so confident about this aaron Rodgers thing i just can't get myself there yet to okay. say that it's a hundred percent i just can't like mentally because i root for the mets i root for the knicks i root for the vikings like all these teams that bring you right there right let's, let's go to kevin
3: and monroe kevin what's happening brother Hey guys, uh, not much. i started just wondering why it is that Aaron Rodgers even wants to go to the
5: Jets. And nothing against the Jets, just the competition in the AFC. Like he goes to the Jets, the Jets are maybe the fourth or fifth best team. If he goes to a team like the Niners,
3: well, the best all right. So listen, listen, yeah. Kevin, it's pretty easy. You got to remember, Green Bay does have a say in this. So That's Green right. Bay is going to want to send him to a team that they're not going to see over the next three years, unless they meet in the Super Bowl.
5: Right, but Green Bay's not going to be any good for the next couple of years anyway.
3: So well, you well, characters? well, you say that. I don't I don't, I can't agree with that just yet, but I will say that well, they, Green Bay they, they is not going to want him Rodgers. in the Oh, Green Bay's just not going to want him in the NFC. That's that's the simple part okay. of it.
5: Okay. But so what does Rodgers get from going to the Jets when he knows he's got so much
2: competition in the Well, AFC? all right, so let me let me ask you if he's not going to get traded to the NFC. What other team in the AFC is interested in him? So basically the options, what it seems to us right now, it's no, either I mean, retirement think,
5: or the Jets. Well, to me, I think he's got a four base hand. I mean, look, he's, if, he stay, if he stays in NFC, he's the best quarterback in the NFC. So force so himself. So
2: Aaron so what you're saying is Aaron Rodgers can force himself to the 49ers because he's still under contract with or, the Packers.
5: Or Tampa Bay. I mean, it could be the Niners. No, nah,
3: not Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay no, mean, he's, he's not going yeah, to Tampa, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's is kind of clearing house. and Yeah. I, I, think, would be the Niners. Niners. I think Tampa so, Bay is getting ready to tank for Caleb Williams.
5: Right. but So, okay, so then what is – so then does Aaron Rodgers even want to win then? Because, again, I mean, he's if he can't get Green Bay to get him to go where he wants to go and Green Bay wants to get rid of him, then, well, I mean, he's just going to go – I mean, he's going to win 10 games with the Jets, maybe win a playoff game. And, you know, oh, right. Well, I, yeah, we don't know. I
2: mean, I you know, also, you're assuming that Aaron Rodgers wants to go to San Francisco. He's always hated San Francisco because they passed on him,
3: and that's where he wanted to go. And I, maybe he just was, like, over that and never wants to play for him now. I'm not even going to get into that discussion other than the fact that the Jets have a good young team. A lot of the young players are all fired up about it. The owner got on a plane, went out there, explained the situation financially, what they would do, how they would support him. Uh, you see how the players for the Jets are reacting. So, I, you know, to me, this is a fait accompli that it's happening and that the Jets and the Green Bay Packers have discussed the contractual situation along with Aaron and his uh, his representatives. And I've also, uh, I, I believe, have already agreed on a trade. Yeah. And it's, said, all that stuff is all kind of working towards... This announcement coming relatively soon. 10.03, right when we get off well, the whether it's uh, Whether it's today or next Monday or something. But uh, this could be like, you know, next week is going to be crazy. Because Monday and Tuesday is tampering tampering Monday and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And Which is I mean, mean, essentially the open of free agents. This is why the Jets need to know what they're paying Aaron Rodgers. So they can fit everybody in that they need to fit in if he wants other guys
0: here with him.